Lord's Health System, one of the region's leading healthcare providers, proudly presents Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. When your loved one is diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, oftentimes it's the caregiver that needs a little extra help. My guest today is Dr. G. Peter Glebus. He's a neurologist with Lord's Health System and the director of the Cognitive Disorders Center at Drexel Neurosciences Institute. Welcome to the show, Dr. Glebus. What is the first thing you tell caregivers about the challenges that they're going to face or that they do face on a regular basis when dealing with somebody with dementia? Hi, Melanie. Thanks for having me. Probably one of the most important uh, things is to make sure that the caregiver understands the disease uh, and what is the disease about, what kind of changes uh, they or they should expect, and what changes are normal expected. You know, we cannot use the word normal, but expected for the disease and what changes are actually should be looked in as a possible. You know, it might not be necessarily related. So if, you, if we're talking, you know, specifically about the Alzheimer's disease then you know the, the one thing for the uh, for the caregiver to understand because when they understand it it's much easier to cope it and to deal and find the solutions how to deal with the situations want to understand that the memory is in the most typical cases the memory impairment is a paramount impairment and the person will affected patient will have uh, difficulty registering new information. So they will be asking the same questions. They will be telling the same stories. Um, and as long as the caregiver understands that it's a part of the disease, part of the condition, that will cause less stress for the caregiver when dealing it and, and, and handling the situation. And the other thing to know that majority of people with the Alzheimer's disease will develop some kind of neuropsychiatric or psychiatric symptoms, such as, you know, could, it might be depression, might be anxiety or psychotic symptoms, agitation. The other very important thing to understand for the caregiver is that when people develop any dementing diseases, including the Alzheimer's disease, uh, with the disease progression, their ability to handle stress is decreasing. So what they were able to handle six months ago, a year ago, like a big, you know, big party or something, that actually at this moment might be causing them more agitation, more aggression. So when this understanding is in place, that actually caused less stress for the caregiver because the caregiver then knows it's just a part of the disease. Then after going through overall, you know, explaining the disease and condition, we, we talk about, you know, what kind of changes to, to explain and how to handle them. For example, if somebody, you know, frequently caregivers ask, do I, you know, when somebody is not remembering something or remembering it wrong, do I correct them? And um, it all, at the beginning of the condition, when it just starts um, uh, uh, progressing, um, Yes, you can correct them, but if you see that the, every time you correct them and it causes agitation, then probably not every correction is necessary unless it, we're dealing with some kind of safety situation. Um, the uh, you know, Caregivers need to learn how to communicate uh, uh, with the affected people because um, the, the language function, the understanding of language, and overall the understanding of the environment changes with a, with a, when condition progresses. Um, you know, we, we teach them that you know, the communication skills that you know, they need to use, the simple sentences they need to use, or they need to look at the eyes when they're talking. They have to make sure that they control their tone because when people start on, have difficult understanding, they go by the t- understanding the tone of the, um, the, the uh, of the person who is speaking to them. Um, 
there were a lot of frequently there are changes in the personality. There were people with 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 a, with a disease, and uh, uh, the caregiver have to learn to or first understand that you know that any change of the personality is a disease rather than the person is really changing, and it's it's going to be a, it's a, diff- a difficult adjustment they have to make. Um, and um, you know the other very important. Thing to stress to a caregiver is that they, uh, their loved one is sick and they are the caregiving. They have to take care of themselves, uh, and and that is you know make sure that their mental health and physical health needs are addressed. Uh, because if they are if they are not taking care of themselves, it, it, it might be the situation when we'll have two patients in our hands. What a great point about them learning about the disease. And what do you tell them if they are frustrated or they find the person that's going through these changes a little bit scary or the person that they're dealing with gets angry easily? What do you tell them about dealing with those fears that they might have that this person could even possibly become violent or lash out at them? And they don't mean to, but it could happen. Yeah, so, you know, it always depends on the degree of the fear, on the degree of their anxiety. If it is something becoming out of control and the person is so preoccupied that the caregiver's life becomes, you know, so preoccupied that they cannot actually live their life, you know, that might be an indication that they might need themselves, you know, some kind of mental, men, mental health. In the, but that's, you know, that, that, doesn't happen frequently. The majority of people uh, uh, are able to, to handle the situations fairly well. Um, sometimes just finding a person who is in a similar situation could could help them. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, the health systems, the Alzheimer's Association and many other associations, they also have the caregiver support groups, which is a uh, significant um, uh, 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 it, it, it could help significantly for the caregivers when they start talking to people who are in the similar situation and how to handle these situations. Um, uh, obviously, if they're afraid of something, you know, that there, there is some aggressive behavior, possible aggressive behavior, then that, that needs to be addressed because we don't want to put the safe, neither patients nor caregivers safe to, into the uh, uh, jeopardized. So as things progress with the patient, what is the caregiver supposed to do about the impending situation and knowing kind of what the outcome might be and that the situation might get worse or go on for a very long time? What do you tell them about looking toward the future and having hope? So when when dealing with a when dealing with any of these progressive conditions, including Alzheimer's disease, you know, one thing is we're trying to address, and again, I'm returning to the same thing, to the safety, you know, issues to make sure that that is addressed at the moment, such as no handling of the finances, handling of the medications, you know, no driving and similar. Now, when dealing with the future, uh, that comes also, you know, explaining the condition for them to understand that the disease is progressive in the sense that the person will not improve. It just continues slowly to to worsen. And, um, we even at the at the very beginning of the disease, we start talking about long term planning, and every 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 family, every caregiver is different. You know what is you know their preference, and what are the possibilities, and you know frequently also it ends up being the decision is being made based on the finances. But uh, if it is only a solo caregiver, they'll have to think whether at some point they will need to you know or either bring help home. 
uh, to help them. And that is another very important point is accepting help and asking for help. Or, you know, they will need to change the place they are living where there is more help available. We always encourage to start thinking about that early in order not to make rash decisions in, the, in case if it becomes an emergency situation. So what are some signs or symptoms of caregiver stress? If you're dealing with the patient's caregiver and you sense some red flags, Dr. Glebus, what are you looking for in that caregiver that says to you, it's time that you do get a support system or that you look at these things? It's mostly, you know, are they able to handle the situation? And if you see that they're becoming so overstressed that they are, they're becoming counterproductive and for themselves taking care of their needs and for the patient, that is the time when they actually are neither, or they have to bring the help or they have to find, you know, some other means of getting help. Many people, and, uh, you know, we're, you know, majority of human beings are proud human beings and we are all our lives, we're trying to be independent, and we're trying to, you know, to keep that independence. While, you know, the patient feels also the same, the caregiver feels about the same, too. So sometimes it's, it's difficult for the caregivers to really ask for help. But that is the first step, is that for them to realize, you know, or to, for them to bring the facts on the table that, yes, they need help. And so wrap it up for us with your best advice. If the caregiver is suffering from sleeplessness, maybe they're afraid that the patient is going to wander out of the house or fall or hurt themselves, so they're not getting a decent night's sleep because of their fear. Kind of wrap it up for us with your best advice for caregivers and dealing with the stress of caring for someone that they love. Dealing with the stress of caregiving, one thing, taking care of your own mental and physical well-being. Whether it is seeing the psychologist, whether it would be attending the caregiver support groups, yoga, meditation, uh, visiting friends, having time off from the patient in order to regroup yourself, and as well make sure that the uh, the, the physical uh, all the physical health issues are resolved. Physical activity exercises are very important because that's that that helps you know our mood, that helps our overall the thinking clarity. Um, if it is more specific to the sleep problem, you know, there we, we do sometimes suggest you know certain you know installing the door alarms and everything to for the caregiver not to be that a watchman where they have to you know wait specifically be able to look out to make sure nothing bad is happening. Thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Glebus. It's important information for caregivers to hear. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.